Hour three of the morning show underway here on a Friday. We'll be joined by Neil Atkins here in a little bit. We'll also have Tom Robick in with uh, sports as Bruce is off to Ohio for the uh, hockey games tonight and tomorrow night here on KDAL. Meanwhile, week 14 in the NFL is underway as of last night. New England uh, kicking off the action with a 21-18 upset win over the Steelers on Thursday night football. And I'm taking away the thunder from... Tom here. I thought you wanted me to do sports. Well, I do, but I just, I just mentioned the NFL. On oh, oh, okay. To lead into sports. Because I'm not late, am I? No, no. In fact, okay. I'm a little early. At All right. So. I mean, would you, you want me to do it now? Or you what? certainly can if you have everything ready to go. Well, what have you covered so far? I right? only talked about the NFL game last night. Okay. All right. Upset by the Patriots yeah. over the Steelers, which is surprising. You'd think the other way around would be the upset. But I think that Patriots the, have been terrible this I, year. I so. want to say that the last two opponents that Pittsburgh has played that have only had two wins, they lost both of them. <laughs> okay, this doesn't bode well for no. the uh, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. But you know, um, they've been that kind of team this year. So. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's just stick with the NFL. You know, right. Joshua Dobbs is going to be starting for the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've uh, announced, I think they did that on Wednesday, announced that he's the guy, even though five touchdowns and five interceptions mm-hmm. in four games with Minnesota, the Vikings and Las Vegas Raiders will both try to avoid their third straight loss. They'll go toe-to-toe from Allegiant Stadium Sunday. Vikings 6-6, six and six, back-to-back losses by a combined three points. And Minnesota has turned the ball over seven times in its last two games. I've heard this put this way many times. If you take away ten turnovers mm-hmm. by the Minnesota Vikings this season, it's possible they only have one loss. <laughs> That's yeah. what kind of... And, you know, in last year... In those close games, the Vikings won all of them, mm-hmm. you know, and won 13 games. But it, that's not the case this year. As they've, uh, they've certainly that record is is not quite as impressive. Uh, Minnesota has turned the ball over seven times in its last two games. Dobbs responsible for six of those. He's now going to have his top weapon back, though. Justin Jefferson expected to return from a hamstring injury, and also in the stands. More than 50% of the people at Allegiant Stadium are expected to be Viking fans, (laughs) according to ESPN's Kevin Seifert and some of the numbers that are coming out that are forecasted by Vivid Seats. Almost like a home game there. 54% of the crowd is expected to be Minnesota Viking fans. Meanwhile, the Green Bay Packers, who are on a bit of a hot tear, have released the first injury report ahead of their Monday Night Football showdown against the Giants in East Rutherford. Darnell Savage, Quay Walker... Christian Watson ending missed all missed yesterday's practice due to injury. Now Watson needs to play because he's on my fantasy team. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, be I nice don't care about the other he's, ones there. He's honestly, well, if we're going to be honest, I don't care about <laughs> them. Uh, Eric Stokes, a full participant as he works through a hamstring injury. Injury. Ah. They did get good news. Aaron Jones returning yes. to practice as he recovered from a knee injury. That, could that would be a big addition. Yeah. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks were in action last night, and they got upset. Mm-hmm. 128-119 at T-Mobile Arena in the NBA in-season tournament final. Uh, Indianapolis knocking off the top seed, and Tyrese Halliburton leading the team, 27 points, dishing out a game-high 15 assists for a double-double. Giannis leading all scorers with 37, but it wasn't enough, even though he also had 10 rebounds. 
Bucks eliminated after suffering their first loss of the tournament. Meanwhile, the Timberwolves going for their sixth win in a row. They'll visit the Memphis Grizzlies at FedEx Forum tonight. That's the Ja Morantless Memphis Grizzlies, who have not been very good this year. The Timberwolves beat San Antonio 102-94 on Wednesday to improve to 16-4. and That is the best record in the NBA. And they have a three-game lead over Oklahoma City and Denver in the Western Conference. I mean, when you have a three-game lead over Denver... <laughs> Who some still yeah. say right. are the best team in the in the NBA, but uh, not at the moment. Not anyway. at the moment. No. Uh, in college basketball, the Minnesota Golden Gophers will try to get a win streak going. They'll take on Florida Gulf Coast, 11 a.m. on Saturday. Number 23 Badgers are. This is going to be a challenge because they've got number one Arizona, 2:30 Saturday afternoon. You'll be able to hear that one on 7:10 a.m. Uh, men's uh, UMD uh, basketball team. Number 12 will be at Sioux Falls, and women, number 19, the UMD, will be at Sioux Falls on Friday, and then Southwest Minnesota State on Saturday for both of those teams. St. Scholastica will be at Carleton, UWS versus Crown tonight, and UWS versus Crown as well as far as the women go, and then on Saturday will be Minnesota Morris. Uh, The Minnesota Wild, they, they lost. Their four-game winning streak has come to an end. They lost to the Vancouver Canucks 2 to nothing at Rogers Arena yesterday. Vancouver got on the board late in the first period. And, you know, the Wilds don't score any goals, and so it's mm-hmm. not likely they're going to win the game. <laughs> uh, so, But it's going to be big hockey tonight. Bruce wow. Siski made the trek yeah. to Miami of Ohio. He always says he went to Miami yeah, of Ohio. Wow. <laughs> Uh, Quite a I difference. Know, I don't know why it's such a letdown when you yeah, hear all yeah. the Ohio part. But uh, UMD men's hockey team wrapping up the first half of their season at Miami. The 4-8-3 Bulldogs split with Omaha last weekend. Last Friday's win snapping an eight-game winless streak. And Miami started strong going 4-1-1. One, one, but the Red Hawks started NCHC play 0-6, mm. giving up 29 goals in those six games. Miami has been off since a 2-0 con- non-conference win against Mercyhurst, November 26th. Then again, we'll have all the play-by-play tonight and tomorrow night. Puck drops at 6 o'clock each night right here on KDAL, 610 AM, 103.9 FM, and streaming at KDAL610.com and, of course, on the KDAL app. Meanwhile, the number 8 UMD women's hockey team finishes the first half schedule this weekend at St. Cloud. Uh, The Bulldogs split with Wisconsin last weekend. Men's college hockey includes a number five St. Cloud or St. Scholastica rather versus Northland UWS versus Northland for men's hockey this weekend, and also number nine UW Eau Claire at St. Scholastica, and UWS women will be at St. Olaf this weekend. And I don't know if you saw. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if those of you who. Uh, just have not been able to find sports on television that you that you want to watch. Yeah. Um, it, oh, it, that you want to watch. Right. You know, Timberwolves, Wild, yeah. Twins, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. If if you're a fan but you can't get it on television because yeah. it just seems inaccessible, watching Minnesota pro sports teams likely to get easier and cheaper really? in the coming months. Uh, the Twins contract with Bally Sports parent company Diamond Sports Group has ended, and the Timberwolves... One is set to end after this season. Both (laughs) clubs now working on how their games will be broadcast to fans. And beyond that, they're hoping to expand access to more people. The Minnesota Wild are preparing for the possibility that the NHL will split from Bally's. 
That matters because options to watch local sports in Minnesota have been dwindling because streaming services stopped carrying Valley Sports. Oh. And the app has been unreliable, so you haven't been able to get it. But this new era could mean old school over-the-air broadcast games once again. That'd be bizarre. You mean you you right there? Uh, What's that? You'd be right there? Yeah. On the ice? No, no, not me. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought it'd be you. No, it's not going to be me. I oh, nobody wants me to do that. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's, that, that's ridiculous. Well. But, uh, but <laughs> the same sort of thing, you know, with, with Bally's and the Diamond Sports Group, which went bankrupt, the same sort of thing happened in Phoenix, and that's what they're doing. Right. Regular broadcast television carrying the games. You don't well, need cable. You don't need streaming service. You, you don't need satellites. You just need an antenna. A couple of rabbit ears. <laughs> and, right, antenna well, TV. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like not that. quite rabbit ears yeah. anymore, It's it's, but it's sort of, you know. Yeah. But that could be the option. I'm not saying it's going to be, but if they follow the same model as Phoenix and they want to triple their audience, as, as all of those sports have said, then that very well could be the solution. Yeah. So... You not sure if they want to triple their audience. They probably want to triple the money, which means they want, they'll have another. They claim they would like to triple yeah. their audience. Yeah, well. That's the reason Corey Provis <laughs> is leaving radio uh, and going to television, he said, because All the right. twins told him that their aim is to triple their television audience. Right. So this would be free TV. Yes. Yeah. Right. So when we all grew up, uh, that That's in what we our had. multiple generation <laughs> yeah. here, mm-hmm. there were... Maybe five or six television stations. Or in, in my case, in two or three. Market. Yes. I think when I was a kid, there was uh, uh, four of them. It was Channel 3, 6, 10, and 8, the PBS station. Then Antenna TV came. Mm. And now there's like 20 channels on free TV. Yeah. And uh, and then if you go and you buy the direct TV or Dish or cable or whatever, you're paying 100 and some bucks a month. Yeah. And you granted, you don't get... You're hundreds of stations. Well, hundreds of stations, yeah. but I look at them, and half the time I can't find anything to watch. That's I Bruce Springsteen's song. Well, you know what, though? I mean, that's the true with the, the digi- yeah. with uh, DirecTV and, and everything else anyway, too. Mm-hmm. You you can get a thousand stations and still right. do the exact same thing. There's nothing to watch. That's right. So, but... Fortunately, you know, maybe we'll at least have some repeats of, of Hogan's teams. Heroes. Yeah, well, they, that's not bad. I watched that last night as I was <laughs> writhing in pain in my bed. Oh. Here is Hogan's. There was Clank and Schultz and Colonel <laughs> wow, Hogan. Very cool. Uh, but it's classic, classic. I saw the Rockford Files the other night, so Ooh. you know I'm kind of with we, you. On. You can understand wow. where we're coming from now, folks. <laughs> <in our laughs> so. Late night entertainment. Yeah. That's I right. never get to step to see late night entertainment anymore. It's <laughs> early night entertainment for me. Yeah. I watched a part of an episode from Johnny Carson too. Oh, yeah. oh man! And it was uh, probably well with the wide lapels. It would have been in the probably early eighties. It's tough watching those because usually everybody that's on there, including him, or it's died now. So Ed McMahon's dead. Yeah. Some of the uh, all the comedians from though, that era are gone. So some of the budding stars though that just oh, started maybe, out. Some okay. of them every once in a while. And, it, co- it comes on, I think, about 9 o'clock or something like that. And last night was one of those deals where they were sampling all these new goofy products. <laughs> and they they had this this gal that came out, and she had plastic pants on. Remember okay. that fad that went by where yes. you had clear plastic pants? Yeah. 
and she was somebody that works with him. She was very attractive, very uh, shapely, yes. and and she was showing things. And she said, "Well, here's this game that they play, where here are the cards, and you got to take them, and and I'll put this on my chest, and you put this on around you, and there's like a little pointer there." that you can draw what you see on the card, and then Ed is supposed to guess what you draw, okay? Uh-huh. Oh, Lord. So they're looking at it. I don't like where this is going. Well, <laughs> and this is on main TV, okay? Okay. So she puts this strap on around her chest, and it's this round circle that you draw something on. So Johnny Carson has this other thing strapped around him with this pointed marker standing out oh, no. and you can only imagine where the thoughts went all yeah. of a sudden it's like it dawns on them all and they're all freaking out <laughs> and the sensors let it through of course because oh. it was subliminal you know but yeah. it, was, it was hilarious yeah so. well johnny was a master it was. he he was a master and you know one of the reasons he was it's because he didn't talk a lot right he let the guests talk mm-hmm. it's it it brilliant his facial expressions were, were yes. killers were yes. killers huh? yep Oh. Well, on that note, we're going to take a break here, guys. All right. Aye, okay. aye Captain. Uh, Tom, thank you for the sports. Yep. You'll be back doing the Outdoor Frenzy, I understand, That today, is correct. Too, so. I'll be back right. next hour. Yep. Doing double duty today, and I appreciate that. We're at 825. We'll be back for more of the morning show next. KDAL. 829 on the morning show. Feliz Navidad to you and yours. We wish you a Merry Christmas. This is Jose Feliciano. Feliz Navidad. Yeah. Remember that one? I do. Okay. I was in a concert when he sang it to me. Oh, really? I was in the well, front row. How about that? And he sang all his uh, songs. Yeah. This was in Tokyo, Japan. Wow. And uh, the uh, guy that got the tickets, he was stationed with me. Uh-huh. He had been a roadie for Jose oh, Feliciano for back out. in the day. <laughs> And so at the end of the concert, we went backstage and met Jose and his girlfriend and the whole troupe. Wow. Sat around him for about an deal. hour and BS with him. And it was pretty cool. Here I am, this 20-year-old punk kid with all these, <laughs> these stars. Big stars, yeah. yeah. Oh, pretty cool. Well, he did this song even though it wasn't Christmas time probably, huh? No, let's see. It was probably, um, I think it was winter time. So, but he did all his. Uh, yeah, another big hit hits. for him was a cover of The Doors' uh, "Light My Fire." I "Light think. My Fire," yeah. and he had a whole bunch of them. But uh, yeah, it was interesting. It was in a. It was at, at like the uh, auditorium at the deck. That was kind uh, of a nice type of small hall. venue. I like that. Yeah, it was probably I don't know how many, maybe a thousand people there or something like that. Let's but, try the phone here, Neil, as we get into the show. Who may be calling. I'm not sure who's this. Good morning. This is Stan up the shore. How's everybody doing today? Oh, Hanging in there. Stan, we're trying to hang in here. And you? You know, I'm doing the same thing. Uh, I was listening to you talk about your TV shows. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I find myself watching the first third of Perry Mason most of the time or half <laughs> because I like to look at the old cars that he had. Oh, on wow. those big convertibles? <laughs> he had all convertibles, Lincolns, Cadillacs, Thunderbirds. Wow. Usually it was wonderful. And then I'd watch these old detective shows like, um, oh, I forget the name of them now, but Mannix. It, well, Mannix, he <laughs> he had his uh, signature Tornado. Uh-huh. Oh, it was the latest Tornado. Yeah, it seemed like. And then uh, you had Dragnet, but they just had the oh, yeah, yeah. cookie oh, yeah. cutter cop cars. One. They didn't have good cars. <clears throat> Peter Gunn was another one. He had oh, yeah. the top mm. of the line Plymouth and uh, Chrysler Gee. with the huge fins. Yeah, oh, yeah, those and the tires in the trunk cut trunk lid, you know. <laughs> those big boats, those big boats. Uh-huh. Oh, they were fun to ride in. You could put, you like could, riding on a couch. 
Yeah, you could put a Volkswagen on the hood as a hood ornament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you have a great day. Hey, right. Thanks for the call. All Good right. to hear from you. Uh, another call, too. Hi, who's this? Go ahead. Hey, good morning. This is Tom from hey, Fort Wayne. Tom, What's up, good Tom? morning to you. Oh, uh, my vote would definitely be for uh, uh, James Rockford and uh, Ooh, the Rockford that, uh, 1970s Firebird. Oh, yeah. The yeah. beauty. Oh, it was. It yeah. was. Well, remember uh, yeah. Hawaii, the original Hawaii Five O. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, with uh, what was the guy's McGarrett. name? Yep, McGarrett. Mm-hmm. Welcome, Daniel. Yep. Welcome, Daniel. You got that straight. Yeah. So. But I, well. I uh, have a comment this morning, and I was wondering what your take was on it, Neil. With these uh, presidents of these universities. Oh my! And I guess the best visual I could give you, because this is radio, would be a dog catching their tail uh-huh. <laughs> and each and every one of these did not know what to do once they caught the tail oh boy i'll tell you now, I the see. board of trustees had had their position here's my i my take on it neil i don't know uh how you feel about it but this is a classic example of the left and their whole idea of inclusion the problem with inclusion is everybody's included except for one group, and that would be uh, white male Christians. Everybody else has uh, got to be included. And when you do that, they were stymied by that question because what was the problem? They did not want to offend all of these students and professors who are protesting in favor of the Palestinians. Right. Yet, they have this uh, idea that they're inclusive, so they must include the uh, Jewish people uh, and that whole situation. And there they were with the tail between their mouth. Well, I, I, I watched that, uh, that congresswoman pinning down the president of Harvard. It's too bad we don't have Kaiser on with us today because, you know, he, he graduated oh, yeah. from Harvard. But, well, we'll probably try to get him on next week. But I watch her, and she circled the wagons, danced around the question, and it was like a debate that I hosted one time between mayoral candidates. Nobody would answer a question. And I finally yelled at them, yes or no, about five times, and they finally did. And that woman never said yes or no after that congresswoman put her on the spot. Now, one of those three, I can't remember what college it was, university it was, did come on and apologize and clar- and had to clarify herself uh, the day after, after she got a ton of bricks dropped on her. Goodness. Well, you know, Neil, what, what happened to her was the Board of Trustees called her up and said, uh, you better do something because our uh, donations are going to be like five bucks yep. and ten bucks yep. next time around. That was the thing that all of them had to fade away from. The money issue is what they're really after. They're not so inclusive. They really don't give a rip about that stuff. It's the problem is for them is how are they going to raise more money? All right. So. Well, they got to build those. I myself in, yeah. thoroughly watching them. Yep. Build those endowments. You know, yeah. charge an arm and a leg for, for tuition. And many of these uh, Ivy League universities 
have billions in dollars in their endowments funds. Mm. Isn't it special, yeah. huh? Hey, thanks for the call. Tom, Appreciate good it. points. Good yeah. points, sir. Uh, money talks, everything else walks. Okay. Well, you know, that, that <laughs> seems to be the deal. But sometimes, though, your fist talks, ah. and they stop walking. <laughs> 8.36 now, KDAL. We'll be right back. Now, back to the KDAL Morning Show. In the town where I was born Lived a man who sailed to sea And he told us of his life In the land of submarines It's the Beatles. So we, we all live in a yellow submarine. The sun. And we had I the, remember working in a yellow submarine. That's right, right there. over in Superior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Charlie Lemon owned it. Didn't, didn't <laughs> well, Lou, I think, a, yeah, he had he a had piece of it as well. Yeah, right. It was a dual project, I think, but... Uh, yeah, that was uh, in the disco days. Oh, yeah. yeah the big disco ball there. And Although I did more rock and roll than disco. I would hope so. Yeah, we... I never... Had the old rock nights that we did. Oh, yeah, one I remember those. Week, uh, just yeah. did the rock and roll and burned the disco later. Yeah, I was never a big fan of the disco, but... Good uh, dance music. I mean, that's the whole yeah, object yeah. of it, wouldn't it? That was the big thing, then, is to get out and do some dancing. Hey, here's a surprise. Vladimir Putin is going to run for re-election next year. Is he really? <laughs> oh, well. He has been in charge in Russia now for 24 years, either as president or prime minister, or whatever he wants to call himself. Another presidential term would yeah. keep him in power until at least 2030. They have six-year terms that wow. over there in Russia. And, of course, the election is pretty much pre-designated who the winner will be. So Yeah, usually that race, he gets about 90-some percent well, yeah, of the votes. And, and him and, no, I don't know, some I don't know if they actually have an opponent, do they? Once in a while there is, <laughs> okay. but they're, they uh, they get nowhere. And yeah. anybody that's really outspeaking, outspoken, well, right. is uh, arrested. Right, sent to uh, Siberia somewhere, and you there know, you go. What's interesting is the... Uh, in in Russia now, I was I just happened to be watching. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, there's this uh, Scripps uh, news reporting group that's on that uh, free TV, antenna TV, mm. and they had uh, uh, a guy on there that's done a documentary. Well, he's Ukraine, but uh, he was talking about the Russians, and he says mm-hmm. the Russians are battling and shelling us. He says, but they're actually at war with Europe and with you, mm. and he said the. He said a large, he said the government and a, a large percentage of the Russian population think that they are at war with the West. And, uh, and that's, that's where it stands. And if we, we could have gotten Mike Kaiser on uh, yeah. this morning, but he did uh, email me or text emailed me earlier in the week that he's ready to, uh, <laughs> in a week or so, to come back on. He was wondering yeah. you know, what we're all talking about. And certainly... You know, the thing that's overshadowed Ukraine has been right. this Palestinian and uh, issue with the Gaza Strip and Israel and all Whatever the new people. war is, the one that gets the publicity. Yeah. So. Yeah. And now this one will stay front and center until somebody else decides to attack somebody else. Yeah, and you've got the protesters erupting. Apparently somebody fired shots now at some uh, oh, temple well, Israel and some town uh, on Hanukkah started yesterday. Yeah. So, by the way, for all the Jewish people happy out there, Hanukkah. happy Hanukkah yeah, right. to you. And uh, but that what Tom brought up there, these university professors not being able to actually cut through the deal and say, yeah, this this is inappropriate. These types of calls to kill all the Jewish people or eradicate well, yes. Israel. 
And if you would have said that on campus and protesting and to kill to, to kill all the Palestinians or kill all the people of African-American descent or, mm-hmm. or Latino descent, it, it would have erupted and they'd, they'd be stomping their feet to the disco beat. <laughs> and now they've been called to task. And, you know, Tom was right. Mm-hmm. It's the money. Where is the money coming from? The donors, the endowments, the wealthy right. uh, trusts and uh, estates. All of a sudden, money's not trickling into Harvard and elsewhere because yeah. you guys... Don't tick off the donors. Yeah, that's right. All right, we got another phone call. Hi, who's this? Hey, good morning. Corey from the range. It's Corey. Corey. What, what's happening today? I don't know. It's kind of warm out again. It's warm. <laughs> Still it's, waiting for winter to kick in. It's cloudy. Oh, they're, they're, the Arrowhead <laughs> Ice Fishing Show is yeah, coming up. right. That starts yep. today. And uh, have you seen anybody out on uh, uh, the lakes yet, Corey, trying to fish? Uh, I've got about a week or a week and a half in the fishing already. Wow. Fishing. How thick is the yeah. ice? Uh, five and a half, six, somewhere yeah. in there. See, that mean? was uh, quite the picture you sent me yesterday. And that looked like a painting. But it was actually yeah. a photograph. Wow. He took an yeah. unbelievable, was that a sunrise or a sunset? Sunset. Sunset. Unbelievable sunset. Wow. On one of the lakes yeah. up there. And it was it was so, be- I'll have to forward it to Kenny and maybe he can, he can post it on the station mm. website. All right. But uh, I so- think he may have yesterday, I actually. Oh, oh did you? Okay, All right. Good. One step it's ahead of you already, <laughs> Just the, the red and orange that was. Wow. There was a cloud cover, and when that sun was setting, it was reflecting off the clouds and then reflects off of the ice as well. It's oh a pretty neat. Very cool. Well, this is the time of yeah. year you can get some unique stuff. So mm-hmm. what else is shaking on your end? Well, you guys were talking about Ukraine. And Lloyd Austin, the position that he's in, he basically threatened that if we don't give Ukraine another $1 billion, and I think we've surpassed the $110 billion that we have, you know, already given them, that he will be sending your sons, your brothers, your uncles, and your fathers to war. This is the stupidest comment I've ever heard, especially somebody in his position. They're trying to blackmail us to send further money, which we should have never have sent any money anyways. We were exposing the biolabs that were happening in Ukraine. We're also finding out that there's biolabs in the United States here, all funded by our great government. So this whole money laundering operation that's been going on in Ukraine is travesty. Well, it's unbelievable. Corey, you know, they've uh, shut down some biolabs. Now they've discovered they were secret biolabs that China was operating in the United States. Oh. Yes. They found uh, all of a sudden, here this is. And where, I guess, where is the security in this country? I mean, all of a sudden there's Chinese secret Chinese police stations around the United States mm. operating under the radar so that they can intimidate, arrest, or harass Chinese citizens that are in well, this country. Have, when you have an administration that it's proven that they received money from a bunch of different companies, or excuse me, countries, including China, they're bought and paid for, and they will allow them to do whatever they want. Well, we we better, have a compromised administration sitting in there right now. We better wake up and wake up quick. I see the president's son's been indicted on nine uh, fraudulent charges uh, with the IRS and uh, dealing with right. tax evasion. Mm-hmm. And Jack 
Smith tried to block documents being released in the Trump trial, and that was overturned. They're allowing those documents to be released. But every time something like this comes along, some news that's against the administration, that's uh, essentially for Trump, watch and see a mass shooting pops up. They cover these stories up with mass shootings. Uh, well, we added two of them I, this week, and that's those are the I'm headlines. telling you, that's what's happening. All they right. flood the news cycle with it. I appreciate the call. Hey, Corey, thanks, man. Good Foreign governments me. apparently attempting to spy on iPhone and Android users through the mobile app notifications they receive on their smartphones. So uh, keep this in mind. Yeah, watch out, everybody. Senator Ron Wyden presented the findings of a year-long investigation to congressional leaders this week. The report details how legal demands from governments have forced Apple and Google to turn over sensitive information, including the contents of notifications such as previews of a text message displayed on a live Lock screen, also known as push notifications. This type of message presents a workaround for governments to access more information about a device and its users' activities. Well, this isn't just our government. No. Uh, the report says the U.S. government then prohibited the tech companies from disclosing information about attempts to collect mobile notification wow. data. It just gets more complicated and weird. Uh, we're about 847, and we'll take another break. This is the KDAL Morning Show. With Dave Strandberg and Neil Atkins. It's the Drifters version of White Christmas. Classic from Bing Crosby, of course. I'm determining that you are the maestro. Yeah. In all the music. Oh, well. You were the man. <laughs> That's kind of what I did my whole life. I know, yeah. You know all the songs, yeah. uh, the whole nine years. Drifters featuring Clyde McFadder on this particular really? song. Yeah. Well, everybody came out with their, although I will tell you this, Bob Dylan came out with a Christmas album. <laughs> not good. Did he really? I, I didn't even know that. It was not good. <laughs> you can only hear, you know, Bob Dylan going, <laughs> everybody wants uh, Uh, But you heard that Brenda Lee has the new number one song now on the Billboard Hot 100. Her repeat song? Yeah, Yeah. or Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. Last night. Number one, and it's been, what, 65 years since she put that out. She was on last night. They had uh, Christmas from the Grand Ole Opry, (laughs) and we happened to watch it last night. And there was Brenda Lee, and she's got to be about 80 Oh, I would think. Well, she was 13 when she made that song. Wow. (laughs) She got up there and sang that, and I'll tell you, you could not tell... Any yeah. difference from today, from when that song, when she first sang that song as a kid? <laughs> right, let's do it real quick in case go. you forgot. Love it. Here we go. Rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Mistletoe hung where you can see every couple tries to stop. Pretty much a timeless Christmas song there. Yeah. That's the thing with Christmas songs. I mean, you just come back every year after year. And- we play him again on yeah. the radio. So well, you know you have Bing Crosby with White Christmas. Oh yeah, and all of the classics all of, just all return every there. year to get the replays. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> now we're talking really old. That goes back to like 1947 with 47. Gene Autry. Gene Autry, yeah. yeah, yeah. He had a bunch of Christmas songs. He did all the Christmas songs. He did the uh, 
the Easter songs. Here comes Peter Cottontail. And then he had his cowboy movies. Well, yeah, he, he, he was that. the guy back in the That's when he had the singing oh, wow. cowboys in the day. <laughs> yeah, him and yeah. Roy Rogers were yeah. the big singing Roy cowboys. Roy and Gene Autry going down the trail singing, <laughs> and all of a sudden they're shooting bad guys. All right, we got another phone call. Hi, who's this? Uh, Brenda Lee is 78 years old. 78, 78. okay. Thanks, thanks for the info. And again, she was 13 when she had that hit wow. record. Yeah. Out she looked great last night. I'll wow. tell you, she just... <clears throat> Belted out the tunes, and they mm-hmm. they had uh, you know some of the newer stars there. This Kelly Clarkson, who is uh, <laughs> yeah one of the the ones that ended up <clears throat> getting uh, I don't know how many years ago Kelly Clarkson emerged off the Voice, where they uh, yeah you know they do all the talent, but that's where she was discovered. Okay, and now she's become a big big oh, star. I suppose, yeah. And okay. uh, they had uh, you know uh, uh, let's see what is it uh, Winona. Right. right? Oh, no, no. Not right, but... Yeah, Judd. Judd, one yeah. she was on. She was hosting the deal. Oh, okay. Night, so, uh, I missed that one. I don't know. Yeah, I was, it was pretty good. It was on about 8 last night. I uh, think you're probably, well, I'm probably in bed by yeah. then. Hi, who's this? Dan from Inshaw. Go ahead, Dan. Dan, what's shaking? Well, I want to say congrats to Corey from the range because, you know, he's, he covered so much in such a short <laughs> period of time. And, I, you know, I get so tired of... All the distractions in our realities, you know, we're either talking about the future or the past or maybe uh, what car we had when we were 16, you know, or what music we like. I think we, this whole world is, we're in a real wild condition here in the United States. We have a, so much going on and we need talk radio to be real and be serious and not just be fun and games all the time. So thanks, Corey. I really appreciate Very you. Very good. Thank you. Yeah. All right, Dan. Well, more fun and games for you and I. No, yeah, okay. we're not going to do any more fun no. and games. Then. We well, you know, Dan, you, you, I know you say that, <laughs> yeah. and we, we hit some of the issues. I certainly do. problem is nobody would listen if that's and, all we do. And Corey calls Corey, in, <laughs> and, uh, you know, some of our yeah. callers, the previous station group we were on, we were mm-hmm. doing a different format, and KDL has a little bit different format, but we do bring yeah. some of that up. And, yeah. you know, what Corey and Dan bring up, it is true the the diverting your attention mm-hmm. is what the media loves to do, and of course the media mm-hmm. diverts your attention because as your attention is diverted, what comes in on the thirty second and sixty second breaks? Yeah, the people that pay for the deal. Right. Okay. So they're selling the product out there. And it's always bad news. Nobody wants to hear bad news all the time. I know. And but so the, the problem is up. You got, you got. That's uh, all there is is bad news. Usually, the you, good news nobody cares. This about. This is true. You, you've got what's going on in in Israel in in Palestine. Right. You, you've got what's going on in the streets in the United States. Mm-hmm. The universities with these, uh, mm-hmm. not all of them. There were uh, several right. outspoken presidents of universities that condemned. They hate groups that hate uh, the Jews and the well, Israelis. You got the stuff going on downtown Duluth for crap. And we've got <laughs> crap going on in the streets. Now, now that's all going to be solved because we've got a new mayor coming well, in. Well, there's a lot of hope with the mayor. <laughs> Speaking of that, yes. he's got his hands full coming up here. Uh-oh. Here's on a resolution. Uh, uh, this is by Councillor Hobbs in yeah. Duluth here. Authorizing an amendment to uh, a commercial irrigation agreement for Anger Park Golf Course, okay? Oh. For the improvements, for an increase of the improvements of $1.7 million in a total amount not to exceed $6.3 million to upgrade Anger, okay? That's a lot of rounds of golf. 
And and well, maybe not so many the way he runs well, the golf cart. How many? What yeah. what century are we going to be in <laughs> when that's going to be paid off uh, with the golfies yeah. and all that jazz? I guess, and I don't want to disparage or diminish yeah. anger. We, it's a great course up there, and they yeah. need the irrigation. I know Northland Country Club is going through the same thing. Right. Their irrigation system needs to be upgraded, and they're raising the funds through their membership out there. Are you using city water to do all that? They have to buy city water. Yeah, and, uh, and, you know it's North too bad they can't do. Like, what did I think? Spirit Mountain is pumping stuff out of St. Louis River, isn't it, for their water? I think they do. Yeah, yeah. that's a neat of idea. I mean, you're not drinking it; you might as well uh, right and get it direct it's from the filtered, source. And I don't. Uh, I can only and it imagine. It runs down the hill back well, into the river. Uh, hopefully, so. they filter out the zebra mussels that are in the river down there. Because <laughs> I, I don't want to fall and get hit cut your head up by on a bunch zebra of mussels. zebra mussels. While you're skiing down the hill? Skiing down the hill. Uh, yeah. That's an interesting take. But they on that ended too. up by doing that because it was costing so yeah. much. Well, that's why I wanted to city water. Take a pipe up to the anger from the lake. Uh, well, well, actually, the water comes from the lake. Well, but yeah, but it has to go through the city. But you know, uh, filtering place. Roger Reiner's going to have his hands right. full with stuff like this. There's also the EPA has come out uh, chastising the city of Duluth because of the lack of maintenance on the water system, and that's mm-hmm. not. They were not disparaging the city for the quality of the water. Wow, They're no. disparaging the city because of the lack of yeah. maintenance and upgrading. Now, the infrastructure is getting old. It, old, but what's interesting is they have had extra fees. Mm-hmm. On the water and gas users for years, that's yeah. supposed to go in and do this. Yeah, and somebody's got to ask the questions. Where's the why hasn't on? this been methodically upgraded? Is somebody kicked the can down the road mm-hmm. because they've got other projects that they're doing? It is not glamorous to go and fix the pumping stations in the mm-hmm. various rusted out uh, uh, apparatus that the city water system has. It's glamorous when you build a billion-dollar medical center. Ah. It's glamorous when you build thousands of apartment units mm-hmm. or whatever for housing. It's glamorous when you add onto the deck. It was glamorous when you did Bayfront Park or some of the failed yeah. things, like they wanted the outlet mall down at Bayfront Park back in the nineties. <laughs> that was a glamorous deal for a mayoral. Administration, it didn't happen. No. Do you remember Dave? Now this is back in the seventies before I ever got involved. Your buddy, our buddy Lou Lotto, was on the council then, city council. They wanted to do Harbor Square downtown. They wanted to build this huge uh, mall over the uh, the freeway wasn't even there yet. Right. In a big ramp over the over the city and downtown because this is where. Businesses were fleeing downtowns right. all over the country. Going to the malls up over the hills. Malls up over the hills, yeah. and the downtowns were dying. Of course, so now came... the malls are starting to die around the country, right, too. because so, of uh, the whole COVID yeah. deal. But they were going to go and have a, a Sears down there, a Dayton's down there, and all kinds of stuff. Wow. And it never came together. Wow. So anyway, so you have these glamorous projects, but the, fixing the water pipes, not glamorous. No. And, that and, stuff's and, underground a lot of it. And, and, <laughs> Don't and even I, see I, it, so. I feel for Reiner yeah, because Reiner's inheriting some of this stuff, yeah. and I know he'll be addressing it down the road. We'll have to get him on board and find out mm-hmm. how the transition is going here. That's I right. Heard he'll, much be, he'll be the mayor starting, what, January? First yeah, part of January. First part of January. Okay, yeah. well, what's Wall Street doing today? Let's hope it's up. It's lower. Oh, God darn it. Dave. <laughs>
Following the latest jobs report, which I thought was pretty good, but stocks slipped after the Labor Day Department, uh, Labor Department, not Labor Day Department, reported the economy added 199,000 jobs in November. Yeah. That's good news, isn't well, it? Well, I'm, I'm hoping to have good news, too. Oh, I'm going to well. go to the chiropractor after <laughs> yeah. this show. I hope you're feeling Duluth better. Natural Medicine there, old Rob out there. I'm going to be seeing him, so there you go. All right. Good Thanks, luck, Dave. and we'll catch See you Monday. Monday. Hopefully you'll be better by then. I'm hoping. we got news up next, and then it's the Outdoor Frenzy.